listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. For this episode, we're revisiting a conversation from earlier this year on the Joseph P. Dwyer Veteran Peer Support Program. This program aims to help veterans facing the challenges of post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injuries to transition and reintegrate back into civilian life. Joining NYSAC's counsel Patrick Cummings for the conversation are Mark Casapoli, Director of the Ulster County Veteran Services, and Kevin Cavaney, Executive Director of the Hudson Valley Center for Veteran Reintegration. Welcome again, NYSAC members. Um, we, this is Patrick Cummings, counsel with the New York State Association of Counties. Uh, and we is another in this, our series of podcasts um, providing you information on important state happenings, uh, county services, um, and uh, this, this one is, is near and dear to me. And I, I, you know, I've done a few of these podcasts now and I find myself talking about how important these services are. Um, this, this might be the, the, the most important service I can think of. So I, I, I hope you take a few minutes uh, with us here today, learn about um, the, the, this issue we're gonna talk about um, is is in specifically is the Joseph P. Dwyer peer to peer program, which is which is a veteran service that is um, quite literally life saving to 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 uh, the, the veterans that come back, our local veterans that need services that that uh, need someone to talk to, um, you know, just getting when getting back into society, and um, it's been a proven fantastic program. And uh, but I will let our our panel of experts uh, talk further about that. It's it's my my honor to to introduce um, two two gentlemen. I'm, I'm starting to get to know more and more, and I, I'm looking forward to working for for and with more more in the future on this and other issues. Um, one being uh, retired Air Force uh, Chief Master Sergeant and now the director of uh, the Ulster County Veteran Services, Mark Kazapuli. Uh, and then also uh, we have with uh, Mark, uh, Kevin Cavania. Uh, he is the executive director of the Hudson Valley Center for Veteran uh, Reintegration uh, and also a veteran uh, served uh, in, our, in our Army National Guard. So first, welcome both of you and uh, thank you for your service and thank you for working on local, um, local veteran issues. Uh, why don't we go both to, first to both of you. I, I want to know um, how did you, how did you get into uh, local veteran services, what what drove you there? What uh, what what led you to this this uh, great career path? Um, I'll start off. So, uh, as you said, I'm retired Chief Master Sergeant uh, from the United States Air Force. Uh, I had the privilege of serving in the New York Air National Guard down at Stewart Air, Air National Guard Base in Newburgh, New York. And uh, when I was retiring from there, uh, my main function was just to take care of the airmen. Uh, that was the position I had to look after the guys and the girls and make sure that they had all of the resources and everything that they needed to be successful. When it was time to retire, you know, a lot of uh, opportunities were presented, but this one stood out to me, uh, uh, you know, just to be able to serve and help take care of veterans just seemed like the best transition that I could ever find. And uh, it really has lived up to it. I've been able to like I said, I retired, transitioned right to the county, and we're doing so many great things for veterans. And that's why uh, we're here today is just to try to grow what we do and 
create more programs that will take care of our veterans, those that gave so much and uh, so much for our country. And some, a lot of times are forgotten when they come home. And uh, you know, that's how I ended up at, at Ulster County. Very happy to be there and very excited to uh, be working along great organizations such as uh, our Hudson Valley Center for Veterans Reintegration, which is Kevin and his crew and many others. Thanks to NISAC for uh, putting together this podcast. Thanks, Pat, for having us today. And, and yeah, so, I mean, Mark hit the nail on the head. Um, as far as how I got involved, except for my, my military clear, it wasn't as uh, illustrious as Mr. Fancy Pants over there. Uh, typical grunt. Um, my, uh, but also one of the struggling veterans. I was one of the guys that uh, Mark was looking out for as they were coming back from their um, from their deployments. Um, and you know, I was struggling. Um, I went back to I went back to college. Um, got involved with the uh, veterans group um, there. Um, saw the need for service from a lot of the veterans that I was interacting with. Um, Developed a passion for it. Um, I saw the need that at the time there were a lot of things that that weren't um, being implemented implemented for uh, for veteran reintegration. So we founded the um, founded the center. That's what we call it because it's a very long uh, name. The the center for reintegration. So we go to the center, um, and just slowly but surely, you know, we started working with great folks like Mark, um, his counterparts. Veteran Service Agency, the the the, the county executive office. Um, um, Pat Ryan has been, you know, fantastic. A, huge, a veteran himself, but also a huge supporter of, of what we do. Um, and we, you know, we consider ourselves you know, with the VSA. You know, we're community partners. Um, so I could talk about that all day, but in a nutshell, that's that's how how we came about. You know, struggling veteran. Um, Developed a passion for it, changed careers, went back to school, and uh, here I am. And we're right in the middle of it with all these other great folks. Well, we're, we're grateful to have, have you two doing this. Um, I, so what we want to focus mostly on right now is, is, is um, something called the Joseph P. Dwyer Peer-to-Peer Program, which I think a lot of our county officials are aware of, but I want to make sure everybody is. Um, so, you know, I, you had a press conference a couple of weeks ago. It was fantastic on, on this issue. Uh, with a lot of the county executives, including County Executive Ryan, was there, and I, it, it was uh, I listened to it, and 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 um, some of it got into the history of just exactly who is Joseph uh, P. Dwyer, and and I, th- I think it helped me anyway understand and put a put a, a frame on just why this and this this specific service is so important. Can you can you touch on you know what you've heard about about uh, Joseph Dwyer and and, and sure, absolutely, and and um. Joseph P. Dwyer, um, uh, sad story, familiar story. You know, um, Joseph enlisted two days after uh, 9-11. Um, like many other folks, you know, he felt, uh, you know, he felt that need to, to serve his country. Um, in fact, a medic, um, and there's a very famous picture um, of him, and that's um, uh, in the middle of... Um, of engagement, um, there was a um, a young Iraqi boy that was um, that was wounded, and um, and uh, Private Dwyer went out and um, and grabbed him. So a photographer caught him carrying the uh, carrying the baby, you know, out of the um, out of the area of operation. 
um, so so real deal soldier, medic, um, which means you know is um, not only a soldier but he put his life and his well being before um, you know after the others that he that he um, they took care of. Um, got home and and like many of them, you know, many of us, you know, we struggled. Um, you know, we suffered from you know for for terrible battle with PTSD. Um, and 2008, he died. You know, he left between a wife, a young daughter, and um, yeah, I mean that is you know without going into into great detail about you know about that young hero's life. That's um, that's how it came about. It's touching and thank you. And it's, 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 it's all too common too. This isn't, this isn't a, you know, a story about, about just one, one soldier and one veteran, unfortunately. And that, that's, that's why this, so, so let's, let's get into then what, what this service was to try to help avoid a, 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 a tragedy like that, that we can, we can be there for, for somebody that like, like Joseph, who served so bravely. So what is, what exactly, what, so this program was put together. So after. how it came about was, yeah. So after, after, um, you know, after, after um, Joseph Dwyer passed, you know, his family, um, you know, I mean, who wouldn't, you know, his family was heartbroken. Yeah. And they just wanted to make sure that there was something in place to, you know, that, to, to, to help avoid that, you know, and, and, yeah. um, so they did, and holy cow, did they! And they worked with um, uh, Congressman Lee Zell, and this is in Suffolk County, which is which mm -hmm. is this, you know, which was the birthplace of the Dwyer program. Um, and you know, so uh, Congressman Zeldin, uh, Lee Zeldin, a uh, huge supporter of it, and I believe the first year they started as a pilot. Maybe I, I'm don't don't quote me, but there was a, there's another veteran organization down there that they piloted mm -hmm. the first year um very successful and um for the last seven years it's you know it's been funded through through help of grand um, um congressman zeldin and many 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 others and it's slowly spread through to um 26 counties now um yeah. 24 um that have been funded ourselves in sullivan county um Although approved for funding in, in 2020, we haven't received the funding yet, um, but um, 2021 as well will be the 26 counties. If I could so, yeah, add go ahead. to that, Please, I was gonna say, if I could add to just a couple of things. So as Kevin said, yeah, we were awarded the Dwyer grant for the very first time last year. And we are, you know, we live in a critical area, the Hudson Valley with quite a, a lot of military around and, you know, a lot of veterans and it took us a while to get there. We finally uh, received the grant and yet we haven't received, we've received zero dollars, you know, from the state at this point. And, uh, this, you know, it's disheartening because uh, you, you hear the number of quite a bit. Uh, you hear 22 veterans a day, you know, quite frankly, it's more than that. And when you think about how many have uh, died by suicide since you know the the war on terror started back in 2002 uh it, it is dwarfed by the number of men and women who have taken their lives by suicide uh these soldiers airmen sailors marines come back 
and uh, they survive war, they survive combat, yet they come home and, uh, you know, this is their, their biggest enemy that we're combating is suicide. It hits a lot of the younger uh, veterans much, you know, harder that it's the same demographic, I think, as with, even with civilians, it's, a, it's the white male, the, the, you know, from 20 to 30 years old, the white male is the hardest hit target out of that group, but uh, it, it hits all of the veterans in different ways yeah. and all generations in different ways. And we have to do more. We have to find a better way to neutralize this enemy that we're facing. And it's not just veterans, it's also current service. Uh, the people who are currently serving, they're an all time high in uh, the armed forces for, for suicide rates. Right. And that's and that's the unique thing with the with the Dwyer program, the you know Just Be Dwyer project is, we don't you know not only do we serve the the veteran community, we serve the active service community, mm. and their families. And not only do we serve them, we also serve veterans that, um, they call them um, bad paper veterans, folks who had um, uh, other than than honorable discharge um, or, um, or or dishonorable discharge, and a lot of times that's related to PTSD and the the things they they went through while in service. Um, so yeah, so we work with everyone. So you wear a uniform, we help you. And that, and just to, to add on to what um, what was said there is that. A very close second to that right now that we're dealing with is the Vietnam era veterans. They're um, very extremely at risk for uh, for suicide. So it, this this program is a it's a it's a it's a state funded uh, uh, program from um, that that's again again unfortunately it's only in half about half of our counties, a little less than, than half of our counties, and. Um, the, so, but let's get into the the actual specifics of it. it so we call we call it a peer to peer program. How how exactly does it work? Um, and I, I I know you mentioned that it it, it you know it definitely helps those that are suffering with PTSD is is the focus and and anyone struggling with any kind of mental health issues. But how what 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 is the what does the program do? Why do we call it peer to peer? Um, it just as it sounds. So this it's it's you know we're you know we're a therapeutic program. It's the 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 folks that do the outreach and work with the veterans are peers, you know, the fellow veterans, um, combat veterans to, you know, to, to wartime veterans to, you know, to, uh, and from all, you know, from, from, from every branch. Um, People and, have gone through similar issues, right. And then exactly. that know, know how the, the path to get through them uh, as well. Right? Yeah. No, no, nobody exactly. knows vets like other vets, you yeah, and 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 that's you know, and that is the key to it, you know. So what, when we bring people on board, you know, whether employees or volunteers, it's one of the things that we look for is is is, is a, you know a veteran who who has had that struggle. Someone, you know, here, you know, you know, some people are you know they're own, you know, they they own the struggle that they've had because they know that it's going to help other veterans and service members and their families, you know, because they can relate. Which is why the peer-to-peer programs are so successful, because they can relate. They've been there. We'll be right back to the conversation after this brief message. Operation Greenlight is a collaboration between the New York State Association of Counties, the New York State County Executives Association, the New York State County Veterans Service Officers Association, and the 62 counties of New York State. 
Its mission is to show support for veterans of all military conflicts, as well as raise awareness about the challenges faced by veterans and the resources that are available at the county, state, and federal level to assist veterans and their families. By shining a green light, we let veterans know that they are seen, appreciated, and supported. While this event is focused around the week of Veterans Day, participants are encouraged to continue shining the light year-round. For more information and resources, visit nysac.org slash Operation Greenlight. Yeah, and, and my understanding of this, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I is we're, we're not talking about much state funding here, right? We're, we're talking mm-hmm. about millions of dollars in a hundreds of billions of dollars state budget mm-hmm. um, that, that um, again, unfortunately, you know, Fortunately, fortunately, places like Ulster got it got last year put in the budget to to help with the service start, and then unfortunately, with COVID and for other reasons, but it was just that the grant was not given out. Uh, it looks like at least up to this point. So we've got two issues: we've got withholding of last year's grant, uh, grant funding that we're, we want to make sure that people know how important the service is and get out, and then two, we want to make sure it's continuing going forward. But can you? Is that everything I'm saying there correct or do you want to? Yeah, well, yes. Uh, so it is, it's 185,000. Uh, that's what the grant is for each county that has been awarded. And uh, we said 26 counties have been awarded the grant at this point. It's a shame that not all 62 counties across the state have it. And what's even worse is that every year uh, the funding is just not released quickly. It's, it's always a political battle up at the state and it's it's a shame that that it's it's held up year after year it's a shame that the first time we were awarded it we then received we've received zero dollars mm-hmm. and uh you have veterans lives at risk here you have service members lives at risk here and something has to be done about that it needs to become a permanent uh, you know permanent expenditure on the budget and it should not be something that's held captive every year and which is, you know, and, and as Mark just said, that's the, the primary reason why we had that press conference, you know, a few, a few weeks back and why we're continuing with it. You know, it didn't just end there. Now we're actually getting ready to meet again um, and ensure that, that this is the last year that this grant will be delayed or held back. It's a critical program that saves lives, rehouses veterans and family members, and, and, for reasons that none of us know, you know, they, they can't, you know, they, they decide that probably one of the smallest grants in this budget can be withheld and they're killing people by doing that. And I'll, you know, I'll just say that they are killing people by doing that, you know, and our veterans, the people that protected them, that gave them the right to serve in office, they're putting them at risk. And we've had it. That's not something that's going to happen again. And this is why we're doing this. I, I think education is going to win the day on this. And, and mm-hmm. you know, you have NISAC support. Um, you have our, you know, our county official support. We just need to let everyone understand. I, I feel like it's just lack of awareness is the only thing necessarily holding this up. And, and so, you know, we're going to do everything we can to let people know that. I think our goal in, in 2022 is to not just get this, this money released to you all to continue this, but we do, as Mark mentioned, we want to spread this to, to throughout the state. This is a proven program. It's a win-win. It's low cost uh, uh, service. It, it's, it makes sense across the board. So we're going to keep educating on this. I'm going to be uh, 
you know, we're going to, we're going to work on a white paper together. We talked about before we started this, this podcast. So, so we can start getting more information on this because I think the more people understand what this is and how, how, um, you know, it's, it's obviously, it's difficult on the veterans. It's, 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 it's a hard service to, to when you're on the ground working with it, I understand, but, but as far as the funding goes, and as far as the support that we can give you, that's, a, that, that's, that's an easy lift. And it's something we got to achieve. Uh, for, and that's, for you and, we've been so happy and amazed with this, the level of support that we, that we've received. It's, um, it's amazing and humbling. And um, again, that's what you just said, exactly what needs to happen. It's the awareness. When we get this grant, when we get that funding beyond the office and beyond the desk of our certain elected officials and let their constituents know about it and how important the program is, highly unlikely that the funding will be held up in the future. Before we move on to, to any, anything, I want to talk about other veteran issues too, because I know you you you, you work on uh, numerous things locally. Is there anything else you want to add on this before we move on? I think um. so. No funding. Love what we do. We work very hard, um, and we've got not. Uh, I mean, at, you know, all vet, veterans um, or organizations are doing stuff to help veterans. We are going to do something. Um, at the end of the summer with a great organization called Vet Zero, and it's uh, called the Vet Heroes Project. Um, so there's a Vietnam vet that, um, that lost his life, um, left behind a widow, houses, um, houses in disrepair. So we're bringing together organizations like uh, a company called Vet Corps, Hudson Valley Community College, Many, many, many veteran volunteers, and we're going to swarm this woman's home and um, kind of like a Mike grow, you know, return the favorish type of show. Yeah, we're going to spend a week there and, you know, give this woman her quality of life back. We're very excited about it and we are looking for help. That's great. Yeah. And Mark, uh, you know, the, 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 hundreds of services you do. I know we, we've talked before about um, working on, on pushing and, and getting spreading uh, diversion court, um, uh, veteran diversion court. Do you want to talk about a little bit what that is and, and why that could be important for communities? Yes, sir. Uh, so we, we refer to it as vet court. It's just another way to help those struggling men and women that um, really deserve another opportunity and find them a better path to a rehabilitation. Uh, if they just get thrown out with the trash, which happens quite a bit, and that's how they feel, it, it leads to much worse problems. But if we could treat veterans, uh, you know, through better courses of action and get them the help they need by using a vet court where they just receive an alternative form of justice, and then we can use our resources and our connections to get them into certain programs, rehabilitation programs, other things to help straighten out their lives and get these men and women into a better place as a whole. Um, so it's not in every county uh, and it's something that also needs to grow and needs to be available for every county to utilize so we can uh, find a better path for these men and women who have uh, gotten themselves into some trouble. And a lot of that is because of how they are treated when they're back, when they get home or the lack of support from when they get home the disconnection from service when you get out of the military. You're a part of something that's so big and so great 
and you feel like such a valuable member of a huge organization and then you get out and you're alone, you're, you're moved away from all the people that you were just part of this huge organization with, you're back home and uh, you're lost a lot of times and they don't know uh, how to find themselves. Searching so, for purpose. Searching for purpose at all times. And uh, it, it's difficult, it's scary. And uh, you know they, they end up in situations, not everybody's like Kevin, where you know they can find themselves in a bad situation struggling and then get find the, the right pathway out. Uh, a lot of times they they don't and they don't know where to turn. So they have organizations like my office, uh, Veteran Services. And then also, uh, like we said, thank God we have a partner agency like Kevin and, and the center there because we can help guide them to the right places and the right people and the right resources to just help them have better lives and take care of them. Yeah. And that's, I actually, you know, to speak about that and, it, you know, and, you know, Mark and I kid each other all the time, but, you know, Mark will also be the first one to tell you that, you know, I, I'm, I call it like I see it and I only work with agencies that, you know, their, their true mission is, is, is veteran reintegration. Yeah. When I was struggling, when I came back, when I was trying to reintegrate, I actually used the um, Mark's office and, and their very office, the veteran service agency there to, um, you know, help get my, my act together. I almost cursed. Apologize. Um, and okay. yeah, the, the other thing I'd like to say, you know, the vet court and stuff like that, which is so key about it and which is, you know, so amazing and why it's so successful is so they don't, they don't hold their hand and walk them through the process, you know? So, so mm -hmm. these veterans are accountable for, for everything they do, you know, and they, and they, they have to be held responsible for, for the decisions that they make. Um, you know, you know, you, you put on your big, bad, big boy pants and, you know, let's, you know, let's own, you know, let's own this and let's get you through it and then get you back to where you need to be, you know, total reintegration. That is why, you know, we're such great supporters of, of that. Thank program. you very much. And yeah, for your listeners, just get the message out. You know, they, the, 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 the way this program survives and doesn't, you know, is unpoliticized is we make the constituents aware that it's here. Yeah, it's not a revolving door. I mean, this, this is this is it's it's rehabilitation, but it's it's you know it's it's with restrictions, and it's it's a it's a way to guide through and saying this is what you got to do, and 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 how can we help you as opposed to, you know, like 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 you said, just 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 shutting the door on somebody that that right. really needs needs help. So now I I will uh, I, I I promise to you too I will keep working with you on this issue too. It's a it's a near and dear one to me as well. Um, you know, my, my, my wife was a prosecutor for 10 years and worked in, in, um, in drug court, which is a similar concept. Oh, and, yeah. and, uh, yeah. saw, saw how successful that was. And, and I really, um, I'm a believer in this, uh, the, the, this type of program. So I, I've seen it firsthand. I, 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 um, think we gotta, we gotta work. We can get this, we can get this to all, all counties. It's, it's again, just training and, and, and no knowledge and know-how, but no, this is, this has been, this has been great. I know you, you, we were talking before we could talk all day on this. Yeah. I do want to make sure that we're, we're keeping it relatively brief. So that right now, so we understand one or two major issues for our County officials and then we will, we'll keep expanding upon this because I know you, how much you work on, but I, I really, really appreciate your time. Um, I 
appreciate, uh, we, we thank you uh, on behalf of uh, our executive director, Steve Aquario. We appreciate your service. We appreciate your service in this life, this, this after uh, service life too, what you're doing for, for veterans now and for current um, uh, military officials is, is, is also brave. So thank you what you're doing. It's, it's great. And I appreciate your time, both of you, Mark and Kevin. Thanks for listening to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations podcast. Keep tuning in for more county government-focused conversations, and make sure to subscribe to stay up to date.